0: Hi everyone, this is Dr. Dre, your health bay, and today I have with me a very special guest, co-founder of a tea company called Tea Motions Crystal Tenpenny. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Andrea. <laughs> how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very excited to have you on the show today because since I started this podcast, you have been one of the people on my list that I have been waiting to interview because I just feel like so many people don't realize the health benefits behind drinking a cup of tea. And I would love to start the show by you just kind of explaining the story behind Tea motions and how it got started.
1: Yeah. Sure. I think the story behind T-Motions is actually probably the most powerful part. I have two older sisters and my oldest sister years ago gave birth to her twin baby daughters and shortly after they ended up passing away. And as her sister and wanting to obviously help her through her grief, Mm -hmm. I saw that she was trying to manage and cope by running marathons and attending grief groups and reading, like learning as much as she could. And nothing really in the beginning seemed to be working. But what I did see her do is drink tea all of the time. Mm-hmm. And really anywhere my sister was, was a cup of tea. And I used to visit her every weekend to just make sure she was okay. She had a younger son at the time and we, and just spend time. Mm-hmm. And we were cuddled up on the couch and she was drinking a cup of tea. And I just looked at her and I said, you know, Rachel, I just wish there was something I could put in your tea that would make you feel better. And we had this aha moment. We looked at each other and literally thought, maybe you can. That's a great idea. Maybe you can. And that's really kind of where we took off learning and figuring out what can you put in tea that could actually make you feel better.
0: So when did it actually become an idea for you to start your own company? I mean, why, why weren't you just, let's go find that tea, you know, had what we needed in it and kind of talk about like your backgrounds.
1: Yeah. So I think in the beginning, when we had that idea, um, I have a a health background, but I also have a business background. And so my business background kicked in and I was like, well, the first thing we're going to do is see if this even exists.
0: Mm -hmm. Smart.
1: You know, so you hop on Google, I'm searching everywhere. And what we were trying to do, which was tea for emotional wellness, emotional support, I couldn't find, I actually couldn't really find anything for emotional support. Sure. There are teas for sore throats. There are teas for upset tummies. Right. But those are just physical sicknesses, ailments that you're trying to soothe. Mm -hmm. And at first, though, this wasn't a business idea. I wanted to create something for Mm -hmm. my sister to use. This was a big deal to Mm -hmm. me. This is something that I wanted her to use to help her heal. And so once we figured out that there was nothing on the market like this, we had to take it into our own hands. And mm-hmm. so I have a holistic health practitioner degree. I have a business and marketing degree. My sister was a lover of tea already, knew almost everything about it and has incredible culinary skills. And so we kind of took those two things, worked together to create something that we knew had to be delicious, had to be effective, had to be an experience people would enjoy, especially you know something she would wanna do. Because in our research- We found that most medicinal teas, because there are medicinal teas on the market, you can, Mm -hmm. you have, you know, Chinese medicine tinctures and there's everything, but they're gross. I mean, they're not an enjoyable experience. It's something you know you're doing for your health Mm -hmm. and you kind of just knock it back, move on. We kind of wanted to turn that on its head because if you're going to do something that is good for you, that is an experience, that's a ritual that soothes you, betters you, it had to be something that she would enjoy that was delicious and effective
0: and let's go into the name alone it's a play on words so it's yeah t emotions. but emotions t for with emotions the, yeah, yeah i absolutely love that Okay, so your tea has adaptogens in them. Correct. I would like to talk a little bit about the specifics, like what they are and what they do and why you decided to put them in your teas.
1: Sure. Interestingly enough, we discovered adaptogens 10, 12 years ago, which no one knew what the heck we were talking about. Currently, there are other brands who use herbs like ashwagandha, reishi, maca root. If they're not uh, adaptogens, they're called secondary adaptogens but it's all from the same group they're becoming much more mainstream but when we were trying to blend with them learn about them market them no one knew what the heck we were doing but adaptogens what's amazing is right in the name it tells you adaptogens help your body adapt they help you adjust they help you recalibrate all adaptogens do is help you come back to balance back to homeostasis Say you're feeling a little anxious, a little high strung. You can take something with adaptogens. It will lower you to normal. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling low, lethargic, down, they'll raise you to normal. They cannot do anything other than balance you, which makes them safe. Mm -hmm. There's actually only a handful in the world. I think there's 13, maybe 15 true adaptogens in order to be classified this way. They go through extensive testing to make sure they're non-toxic to the recipient. They're safe to use for any dosaging in any length of time. Mm-hmm. They actually have what they consider a non-specific response in the body which means they go in and almost intuitively balance the systems of the body that are out of balance, which can be different for anyone. If you took adaptogens, you'd actually probably have a different result than if I took them because we just have different constitutions and our bodies are, are, are different. Right, and I like that
0: who Whoever you are and whatever your lifestyle is and what you're eating or your stress level or whatever all the external factors are like in our life they work specifically to us in putting us back to that homeostasis balance and i think that's what's so cool about them and also i'm glad that you had said about it being safe because i think a lot of people out there are worried because there's so many different branding and marketing strategies to get people to buy certain things i think people can really find comfort in knowing that adaptogens are healthy and good for them and they just can't go wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think as a good steward of business and of helping other people, we always do say that if you have any worries, if you think there's a contraindication, do your research, talk to your doctor. But there technically actually shouldn't be because they don't work on specific parts or specific organs. They actually like balance the body as a whole. Yeah, and you can just really Think of adaptogens as like a stress management mm-hmm. system for the body. That's perfect. So,
0: what types of teas does T Motions offer and what are they used for?
1: So, we have six core blends. So, when we were developing these teas, uh, we actually thought I was just gonna make one. I thought I was gonna make one blend for my sister because I wanted her to be happy. Over time, though, we actually created six because we were mirroring them kind of after the stages of grief and healing my sister was going through mm-hmm. and what she needed at those times. So I love that. The six of them we have Achieve Clarity, which is a vanilla Earl Grey black tea. Mm-hmm. We've added licorice root and holy basil to that blend. And it's really great for like clearing and calming your mind, helping with memory, focus, excellent, you know, in the morning or afternoon slump. We have Discover Joy, which is a lemon vanilla green tea. That one has ashwagandha and oat straw. And it's really just to help lift your mood. Seek Peace is a rooibos coconut chai. That one is my favorite. (laughs) um, It's an all herbal tea, so caffeine free with milk thistle and dandelion root. Uh, We blended it to be a liver support herb because it's actually for helping with anger, frustration, emotional release, fostering inner peace. Then we have Have Hope. It's a um, peppermint cream. It's another caffeine-free blend with St. John's wort, holy basil, oat straw also in that one. We blended this one to really help you with anxiety, frayed nerves, if you struggle with worry, fear, anything like that. It's a very calming tea. Which is pretty much everyone in the world, I think. Uh, Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I think everyone should get that one for sure. Okay. Uh, It's it's actually one of the teas I drink every single day. Mm Mm-hmm. Then we have Enjoy Rest. Again, it's another caffeine-free herbal blend. It's a apple cinnamon chamomile that has ashwagandha, rooibos, and then and the chamomile itself is very powerful. And that one really is to just help you rest, relax, uh, get a recuperative night's sleep. Mm and then find strength is a passion fruit jasmine green tea with eleuthera root in it and we blended this one to really help with inner strength bolstering self-confidence perseverance really helping anybody just handle kind of those prolonged stresses that need that extra support and boost
0: i am a huge fan of your teas i have tried every single one of them and there's not one that i don't like I, i like all of them they taste good they smell even better and i just love the story behind them do you always carry these six and do you carry additional ones
1: yeah so our core line which we call the original six we carry all the time those are what we really consider like the staple teas that everybody should have in their cabinet during the holidays we created another collection of three teas that help with the needs that come with the holidays extra stress. Immunity boosts, you know helping with mood and and just enjoying what the holidays are meant for So those come out three months at the end of every year We have a really wonderful tea called share love that comes out right now. If you're listening to this. It's a January It's a dark tea with rose petals and then we're working on other collections We want to do actually like an iced tea collection. You can drink iced You know what that goes right into what I wanted to ask you. So I would love for you to explain
0: different teas are brewed at- at different temperatures different times why you should take out all of your teas are loose leaf and so why you should take that out of your cup and not leave it in there all day or while you're sipping on it. Like once it's brewed to take it out, explain why that is the different teas with the different temperatures. Because I never knew that
1: until <laughs> I met you. <laughs> yeah, um, and it makes a difference. Yeah. So so tea is fascinating. And I think if you're not already into tea, it can feel overwhelming to be like, I have these loose you know, tea leaves and like, what do I do? And which I, funny enough, I... I'm not really a coffee drinker. So when people talk about like how to brew I'm just like brewing coffee. (laughs) Like you grind your beans. Like I don't get it. Yeah. But once I'm sure once you know, it's a no brainer. So tea comes from the same plant, the Camellia sinensis plant how it is processed after they pick it from the plant is how we get different types of tea that's how we get a white tea green tea an oolong tea a black tea and then there's a pu'er tea which i think is fascinating because i actually think people think that there are different types of tea plants and that's how you get different types of tea but it's not Mm -hmm. it's all the same plant they just process it different which doesn't mean anything other than uh they allow it to oxidize for a certain amount of time and then apply some sort of heat to it to stop oxidization which is why you know like a white tea that's the first two leaves and bud of a plant they don't let anything happen to it they don't let the oxygen exchange happen and that's why it's a very delicate tea same with green tea once they pick it they steam it pan fry it do something so that it doesn't oxidize it stays green because oxidization is what turns anything brown or black okay if you've ever left an apple on the counter and you come back and the top of it a cut apple is like brown mm-hmm. or avocado yep yeah. that's mm-hmm. oxidization happening okay. there's nothing wrong with it there's just an oxygen exchange going on then if you take tea and you allow it to oxidize 1% up to 99% you get something called oolong which is one of my favorite types of tea so you can get oolong teas that are much like a green tea you can get oolong teas that are almost just like a black tea and anywhere in between then black tea is 100% oxidized tea leaves okay if you take black tea and you introduce beneficial bacteria to them pack it in a cave and age it Anywhere from a couple months to 30 years, you get something called puer tea, which is magical. And if you ever have the chance <laughs> to have a puer tea, it will change your life. So, going back to that, when you're making tea, the best rule of thumb are three things never, ever, ever use boiling water, no matter what, ever. If you do bring your water to a boil, just let it cool down or add some room temperature water to it before you use it on your tea leaves. Boiling water will burn your tea leaves and then you have a gross tasting cup. Second to that is if you just divide tea into two categories. Because here in America, anything we steep in hot water, we call tea. If you want to be correct about it, if the actual leaves from the Camellia sinensis plant are in your blend, that has tea in it. If you have an herbal blend, that's chamomile, hibiscus, mint, anything like that, it's called a tazane. Oh, interesting. So we call it all the same thing. But if you travel the world, you have uh, tea and tisanes. If you take those two things, if you take a little bit of tea and a little bit of tazanes, which are herbs, and you mix them together, you have something called a fusion. So T-Motion's teas are fusions and tazane because some of them are all herbal, but some of them are herbs and tea together. Got it. Anyways, if you take those two categories, you can brew tazanes, so herbal teas, at a much higher temperature. They can withstand a lot. You can do 205 degrees, you know, steep them for five minutes, mm-hmm. even longer, and you'll probably not notice anything other than deliciousness. And the tisanes are the herbs. Tisanes are just the okay. herbs. Yeah. Any type of herb, singular or in a group. Got it. Is a tazane. Then teas themselves, you want to brew um, lower than that. So black teas, are about 195 and then below. Green teas, white teas are at like 180 degrees. Now I know that sounds overwhelming because you're like, how do I know what the temperature of my water is? If you want to bring your water to a boil and then put some room temperature water in it to bring it down, that's what you use on herbal teas. If you want to bring your water, put it on the stove so that you can see it, heat it up and when you get those bubbles that start coming to the top of your water Mm -hmm. and if you can stick your finger quickly into your water and it doesn't burn you, like Mm -hmm. cause a blister, that's fine for tea. Okay. Risky. <laughs> uh, mean, so. Sure, sure. But I mean, I think I you would do not easy route. Yeah, you don't want a rolling boil, but if you see those bubbles that start mm-hmm. to float up to the top, that's fine. Now, if you brew a cup of tea and you're like thinking this is not very good, I'll tell you how to fix it. So either you don't have hot enough water and it's very weak. That's the case. You can either just brew it longer, let the tea stay in the cup longer, mm-hmm. or you need hotter water. If you have a cup of tea and it tastes bitter, uh, like astringent in your mouth, you probably steeped it for too long with too hot of water. So when hot water hits tea leaves, that's when they release their flavor and all of their like antioxidants, polyphenols, catechins. That's what the hot water does. If you have too hot of water or leave it too hot, too long, it pulls out the tannins, just like when you drink red wine, right? Like red wine has tannins in it and that gives us that dry mouth feeling. Mm -hmm. You either love it or you hate it or you're somewhere in the middle, but that's what you'll get from tea if you're not super careful. So black tea will always have tannins in it, but you can control how How much- How strong. Yeah, how strong that is by making sure the water's the right temperature and you're not brewing longer than three minutes. You do not have to brew tea very long. It's a three to five minute max type of thing. When we first
0: had this conversation years ago, when you first introduced me to your company, that's when I sought after and purchased a really nice electric kettle Mm -hmm. with the controlled temperature on there. And it has been a godsend because I don't have to think about it. I don't have to stick my finger in a boiling pot of water on the stove. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) And and it's worked out really great because I can just set the temperature And then once I, you know, pour that in a glass, I just hit the timer and let it go. And also love that on your tea cans, you have instructions for the specific teas with the temperature and how long. And so I never have to think about it or worry about it.
1: Right. Yeah. With our teas, we actually tried every temperature and every length of time for each blend to find the perfect combination. So we don't give you the run of the mill instructions. We give you how do you make the perfect cup for this action. Actual blend you know and it's fairly it's easy and yes if you can get or have an electric kettle it will make everything about brewing tea it's so easy I love your company
0: so much. I love it so much from the start to the finish, from the story to your process to everything in between. Do you have any fun stories about your tea or has something happened since you've started this company that you surprised you or that you
1: learned about or didn't realize or oh gosh, I'm sure there's a lot. What comes to mind is back when we first started. The listeners probably need to realize, I guess, that when we started doing this, I didn't know anything about tea. We had to learn not only I had to learn not only tea, but like the whole how the tea industry works in this process. And as you're Googling everything tea, I had come across something called the North American Tea Championship. And uh, you submit your blends to a panel of judges, and this is open to the whole world. So mm-hmm. all tea companies from every part of the world submit their tea to a panel of judges who taste it blind and then give a rating. Okay. And then there's like a winner. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even ask my sister to do this. She didn't even know I was <laughs> doing this. But I was like, I don't know. Like that sounds interesting, right? Like I want to submit our teas and like see what they get. We think they're delicious, but what would a sure. panel of judges think? So. So it costs money and mm-hmm. back when we first started I didn't just have money right. to be spending so I submitted one blend. Okay. They had a category for herbal teas and I gave them enjoy rest and literally months later I kind of forgot that we like submitted there. I got this giant box in the mail and this envelope and we won first place <laughs> in the flavored tea category of the North American Tea Championship. In the world. In the world. So wow. Yeah so I remember freaking out and calling Rachel and what that really did though, was we knew that our teas were good and mm-hmm. we knew how much time we spent blending them to be perfect. And it was such amazing validation that a blind panel of judges who solely have a palette, their are tea sommeliers, there's a such thing as a tea sommelier, uh-huh. rated our blend out of right. the entire world's submissions as first place that is absolutely incredible and not
0: for one second do i doubt it because i have had other teas and i was a tea drinker before i met you and before i tried Tea motions but i just can't speak enough on the flavor and you've spent so much time with these blends and making it taste good as well as having it have those healing properties Before we end this podcast, I just kind of want to talk about why should people purchase T-Motions tea besides that it tastes amazing. I kind of want you to talk about where you source from, where do your ingredients come from, what does it mean behind the words that you use when you talk about T-Motions. What's your special sauce?
1: Yeah. So think with anything, when you really start learning about it, your mind is just so open to like how things really are and um, how much marketing can play a role into what we think we're getting, but we're really not. And when we created T-Motions, when we sat down and really thought about like, what are the values of our company? In order to have an emotional wellness tea company, we had to make sure that every step in our supply chain fits our values. So Mm -hmm. we only source organic products because part of it is what you put in our body uh, matters and you need to know what you're consuming, especially Mm -hmm. if it's going to be something you consume every day, possibly multiple times a day. And organic tea is actually hard to find. If you go to your cupboard, I guarantee most of the tea in there is just conventional tea. Um, But we only source organic tea. We all only source fair trade tea and what exactly does that mean so in tea land fair trade means fair wages no child labor I think people maybe not forget, but don't just realize like tea comes from third world countries. We don't grow it in the United States. Mm -hmm. We do grow some, but the global demand for tea is so great that it has to come from everywhere else. Mm -hmm. And in third world countries, unfortunately, are things like child labor, sweatshops, unfair wages, terrible living conditions, terrible working conditions. Right. So we have to make sure all of our vendors are fair trade certified because that helps to vet, you Know, are these tea estates right and are these herb farms making like they have to treat their people well mm-hmm. and so organic fair trade those are big for us we do everything by hand which is another tricky thing in the tea industry so when you're working with very huge quantities it's easier to just get a giant vat and blend your tea in this huge metal drum that mixes and churns and does whatever we don't do that we do everything we have always and will always do everything by hand because intention like we want the intentionality there
0: mm-hmm. right.
1: humans touching products transfers that intentionality it also helps just identify sticks, rocks, feathers, like their stuff. It's an agricultural product, so having a human eye right. also helps, but we blend by hand in small batches. Which, I think you hear that word a lot, small batches means 200 pounds or less at a time. And 200 pounds might sound like a lot, but when tea is actually blended in kilos, mm-hmm. huge, huge kilos at a time, 200 pounds is is nothing. Right. Then we blend and by hand, we pack. Every single product we have on our shelf is packed by hand. We hand label our tins, we hand fill them. We hand label our pouches, hand fill them, hand seal them. We also ship in house, so we have all of our boxes. They're beautiful, we pack them, it's like getting a gift. But everything is hand done. We also use whole leaf tea and whole herbs. So a lot of times you'll find it's cheaper to have kind of what they call the tea dust, like the kind of the ground. It's basically anything left over after you pick out the perfect whole leaves is what everyone else uses. Sure. Um, Along with, it's more cost effective to have powdered herbs in your blends or tinctures or something. We don't. Whole leaf herbs and whole leaf tea is what we use. And then I think another thing that really sets us apart is we blend with four categories in mind every time. So our blends have to be aesthetically pleasing, meaning they have to be beautiful to look at and we purposely make them beautiful. They have to smell, they have to have an aromatherapy property. So the smell of them is just as beneficial as the actual drinking of them. They have to taste amazing, which is why we won first place at the American Tea Championship. And then obviously they have to be effective. Mm-hmm. And if our our tea blends that we come out with don't fit those four criteria we start over. And I think you know, we ran into when we first were doing this. You have to find, well, we thought we had to find a third party who would blend our tea for us and, you know, source all of our stuff for us. And we just really ran into, nobody wanted to do it. First of all, no one knew what the heck herbs we were talking about. No one wanted to source them. No one wanted to do anything outside of what was working in the market. Sure. You know, and so over time, I mean, it took us a year and a half just to get our six blends perfect.
0: And you also have a problem with quality control. When you kind of give up that part where you're allowing other people to take that into your part of your company, then you lose a little bit of the process of making sure everything is going exactly how it should.
1: Yeah, I think you lose do lose some quality control, but you also just lose the intentionality of it. Right. You, you, you lose the handmadeness ness of it all. I did want to ask you too, do you have, uh,
0: I I know a lot of people sweeten their tea and I think I remember you saying like, you don't put any sweeteners in your tea. You let people sweeten it themselves or just drink it how it is. But you know, some people put cane sugar, some people put little like sugar crystals or stuff in their tea
1: yeah we don't so when we blend we make the tea as delicious as possible without anything in it it's literally tea and herbs however me and other people do enjoy a sweeter some sugar in their tea or even some cream and i'm just here to say that if that is how you enjoy the ritual of drinking tea even T motions tea my vote is go ahead and do it Just make sure it's real sugar, real honey, you know, the good for you things. But yeah, our teas are strictly tea and herbs that we've blended Teas that
0: I've purchased in the past have like sweeteners and stuff in it. And yeah. so I love the fact that what I'm getting with you is the raw goodness of the herbs and the tea mixed together. And then I can, with my own preferences, sure, choose. choose to sweeten yeah, it. Yeah, a lot I want. of
1: that, sadly, a lot of that is just filler. Right. You know, because one of the things we struggled with is we would reach out to blenders and be like, here's our recipe. This is what we want to do. And they would say things like, oh, why don't you just put mitten there and call it a wellness blend? You know, and I'd be like, that yeah. literally is not what we're trying to do or they would do things like that well you know you could take mint but then you could put this flavoring in there and then the sugar candied whole you know like a what's it called dried fruit candied dried fruit because it's all just low low cost filler mm-hmm. where if you buy our tea and you look at the ingredients every single ingredient is purposeful there yeah. is no filler we don't add anything for any other reason than effectiveness or flavor and so some of our teas have a lot of ingredients to get what we were after you know but I re- we refused to succumb to the pressure of well why don't you just put aniseed in it and call it you know right healthy that, that was that was is literally the opposite of what we set out to do you
0: really stayed true to the quality and I think
1: that's one of the reasons why you stand
0: out besides all of the amazing things from how you make it taste to smell to the properties of healing to where it's being sourced from To when it gets shipped to somebody Mm -hmm. and I really feel like there's a lot of integrity with that and that's important when it comes to health and people's health and their well-being and their emotions so I would love to thank you for being a guest and letting me interview you for all my listeners I will be sure to include all of T-Motion's information and you can just click the link order you a beautiful perfect cup of tea thank you so
1: much thank you